0: Hello there and welcome to episode 44 of Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, where an artist and an economist walk into a podcast to discuss strange things that make the world go round. Stephen, it's good to see you standing up this week.
1: Yeah, it's nice to be standing up. I am um, (laughs) feeling better. Uh, I'm on the mend, thanks to some really nice physio work. Um, uh, sh- we don't do product placements. Uh, shout out to Midwest Physio and Leonora there for <laughs> literally getting me back up on my feet. Uh, so thank you very much for that. And um, yeah, I, I, uh, it's definitely not a paid pl- placement. Uh, the payment is the payment flow is going the opposite direction, but I definitely recommend them there. Well,
0: that's sure. so that's cool. You. That's cool, and it is good to see. I mean most people do listen to this but you know it is on youtube and um you're i know i know i have i have i have a comment about that this week um it is great to see you standing up as opposed to last time you were having to lie down and i have a friend i think i've quoted her on this before uh bernadette and she listens to the podcast every so often she will kind of live kind of commentate her listening to me and responding to things you say and I say Um, and I admitted that you know I do not dress up for this podcast I got asked to do a podcast I did not get asked to to make a video so I am in a very messy corner room in my house and I often wear a very Similar piece of clothing each time because it's a kind of a cold corner. I call it my podcast fleece. Well, I don't really, but for for the sake of purposes. And I got a really snooty comment uh, from Bernadette um, about the fleece and then about my appalling lighting. So I have Great. made an effort to make sure I'm visible. Uh, but really, if you're if you're listening to a podcast on YouTube, like that's cool, but like we are voices we are not faces and i feel great about myself and i'm gonna hang on to that <laughs>
1: so. yeah. i was i was just about to say um uh, anybody that, that 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 feels like they they feels empowered to have a chat about what this podcast looks like they they you know even if it's coming from a friendly place just you know keep keep it inside
0: keep it inside keep i look it, it. Bernadette will be delighted I'm, I'm even name-checking her. Isn't that right, Berno? <laughs> <Yeah, it's laughs> I'm covering, all, covering my bases. Sure. Come here, Stephen. You ha- I, I, okay, you haven't been able to travel for a year like most of us, but it seems today you're having a bit of a jet-like experience, that you have not slept and your time clock has gone a bit mad. So what's happened?
1: Well, um, I haven't slept because I was too excited to sleep. Okay. Uh, was, uh, so I've been working on a project for the last two years in total secrecy. Um, so I haven't even told you about it. Um, you're my mate. I haven't been able to tell anyone. Um, All you
0: said is, "I'm doing a really, really, really super secret thing." Yes, 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 <laughs> yes, yes.
1: yes. Um, which, which was like quite cool. The first time I said it to someone, but by the thirtieth time, they're like, "What are you doing?" And I'm like, "I'm sorry, I can't tell you." And they're going, yeah. "Really, though." What is it? You know, I kind of can't tell you. Um, and, you know, you know, Irish society functions almost entirely on a layer of gossip. So this is sort of, you know, it became a whole thing about what is he doing? You know, it's like that Tom Waits song. What's he building in there? You know, that one. <laughs> yeah. so, but um, all is now revealed. So what we've been doing is so myself and uh, John and Patrick Collins uh, from Stripe and a bunch mm-hmm. of other uh, uh, really amazing people, including um, Tiziana Maria from from, from UL and JJ Collins from UL and you know O'Keefe from UL. Um, so we're on a, a team of four of us um, have been working with about 20 companies to create a brand new degree. Um, it's called immersive software engineering. And the basic idea is it came up for a dinner that I had with Patrick and John uh, one night. And they said like, why, why can we fix computer science education? Can we fix it? And I said, yeah, I don't know. I'm not a computer scientist, but mm-hmm. I know I have mates who are, um, and, you know, UL is a very interdisciplinary place because it's so small. People just bash off each other and we, we all go for coffee. And, you know, so I said, look, I've got this problem. Can you help me? And Tatiana and JJ and Ian said, yeah, cool, we will. So we've been working on this for like two years um, and it's totally new. So it's what it really is, is we're training software engineers as if they're medical students okay um so instead of doing 24 weeks a year they do like 44 weeks a year um we have 50 percent of their time in in paid work placements so with like and the the work placements that we're calling residencies like medical residencies so Mm -hmm. you need to know things when you walk out the door you can't have just made the tea so we'll work very carefully with with colleagues to do that um um, but the most important thing is is that we we have a really uh fresh and new approach to how we're going to teach students so mm. no end term exams all learning by doing um, the idea is by the end of it we're going to produce students with thousands of hours of experience um, and they won't just know how to code right they're going to know business stuff they're going to know how to set up a company there we have um, you know we have everything from enterprise ireland to venture capital capitalists interested in in in, in working with them and know some of the biggest companies in the world like you know stripe and analog and facebook and loads of these companies so it's it's great and it's um it's been hugely 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 challenging because essentially every system had to every system within the university had to either bend or change or break in order to accommodate this um and it required a lot of like hard 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 thinking In terms of just the finances the logistics and we threw a lot of like really really new ideas in there um we 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 went hard at the idea that if we thought about it from the ground up we could create a program that was like that like maximized inclusion and diversity so we wanted to we did everything from you know, striped-headed diversity. Looked at the text of every everything and just said like, okay, th- so this is not you know, th- th- this kind of language is is is, is you know, it could be interpreted as being more threatening. So just you know, change it and like er- you know, literally build for inclusion from the ground up. Wow. And, you know, the course director, you know, like she's one of the best computer scientists in the country. She's our professor of computer science. And, you know, so it's like it's it is a real deep commitment there, and it's yeah, it's been incredibly, incredibly challenging. But uh, it's also like, what I've just described to you is about 0.05% of what it is. It's, it's, sure. it's a really deep, careful rethink of how we do undergraduate education to the point that we, we're pretty sure we can take high ability students, Really, like we're, we're, we're looking at creativity, curiosity. So we have a portfolio from like an art college you Know which is you don't get an engineering degrees, you just mm. get the points and then you go. Well, now we're like we are you can get the points, sure. And we'll take the creativity and curiosity stuff wow, with you.
0: Oh a portfolio as well. That's really
1: loads of stuff. Like wow. like when I it's a bit like trying to describe, I don't know, I've lived with this in my head for two years. It's hard to, to tell everyone about it, but it's like it's it's amazing. And I I I was incredibly nervous last night about the launch. Because uh, it went out today, yeah. so uh, it, we're recording this at, at half twelve on on um, Wednesday the twenty fourth. Mm-hmm. So today I've done Morning Ireland, and News Talk, and a bunch of other radio stations. Probably sounding like a zombie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, please do software engineering; it's really exciting as a career. Um, but yeah, so, so it's good. been it's been uh, I can't. The the reaction has been universally positive. Um, wow! uh on Twitter and on uh, everyone is emailing saying kind of well done, well done, well done
0: well uh, here here on person uh, can I say stephen well done
1: yeah it's it's i uh, um thank you
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Irish man accepts compliment
0: accept compliments do hang on to it it's it's, I, it's you know and and what is your role uh, in the in, i'm a co-director
1: the co-director of, of the program so my, my my job is to lead it in terms of how it connects with industry and how it works across all of those areas you know
0: pretty good amazing uh, i can i can hear the click click of uh of, yeah. of all those emails and tweets being <clears> uh, being liked <clears>
1: and <throat> accepted Sorry, right i'm just literally finding it for you there.
0: it's so but, cool um, no it, it's very cool and uh you know at a time when it seems everything has come to a bit of a standstill, it's really exciting that something new and, and sounds kind of uh, game-changing has been launched.
1: Yeah, I mean, so, so one thing, it, it is incredibly ambitious.
0: Mm.
1: It, what it wants to do is nothing less than a, a reinvention of undergraduate and postgraduate education. We happen to be doing it in computer science education. The fear is that you know we don't live up to our own expectations and the fear drives a lot of what I'm doing personally to make sure that it's amazing amazing experience for the students um and but also like there's a lot of there's a now we've done the really hard yards in terms of like thinking it out hmm. but now we need to like kit out of space and hire the right people and make sure that you know we, we we've told all students what it is so by the time they show up um like I have so many ideas I want there to be like a like a Hogwarts letter out to the students who get into this course I want their I want them to be the only the only phrase I want them to associate with being accepted into this program is delight I want them to feel delight because they will have achieved something extraordinary because we are only in the first year, we're only going to have 20 to 25 places. So this, I was
0: going to check, I was going to ask. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it sounds almost a bit like an apprenticeship more than uh, your standard degree.
1: It's, it's, it it has some of those features, but what it, what it really does is it, it, you'll, you'll still get taught all the theory. It's still a master's degree from a university, you know, Mm -hmm. so they still, you you know, you still have to achieve at the level of a master's student. You still have to do X number of hours, X thousand hours. In fact, Um, you you still have to be as disciplined as a master's degree holder has to be. And the difference is that when you go into the placements, when you go into your residencies, um, we are actually working with you from the university when you're on placement so you don't go on you know you're not gone off for nine months to make the day like literally mm-hmm. every week we're checking in with you and we're hiring mm-hmm. people to make sure that that happens and so it's it's a very different experience like the whole thing is very different and the, and the way it'll feel for the students is very different
0: um, very exciting
1: yeah i know it's 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 i'm very excited to see how it manifests in the world mm.
0: you, know?
1: I mean, you know people are like now they're just they're reacting to that to the, to the headlines to the to the to the you know the pr stuff
0: yeah yeah of course
1: yeah, which is which is fine I and mean, that's why we, we wrote it all right <laughs> yeah, the, the 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 difference between you know the announcement of this and the sort of newsiness of it i guess mm. and the ability of an individual student to really profit from it is in our execution it's in how we do it like absolutely and we we have to focus on the best possible execution in the world. Like not just, not just, ah, this is grand, but literally what is the very best thing we can do? And then go from there, you know, and not be bound by, not be bound by external references. So what I mean by that is, you know, I used to work in a university that they had this um, moniker WWHD. And you'd say something like, "Oh, I want to do a degree in computer software engineering." And they would go, "WWHD," and the question was like, "What would Harvard do?" Right? Um, Which is like, "You're okay. You're good. You have an external reference point." But like, I actually think sometimes what you should do is you should look at what Harvard is doing and see how if you can go further Mm. beyond. So we looked at what the best courses in the world in this in this area offer, and then we just went beyond it. Okay. So we're not taking, you know, so. What I want is the best computer scientist science courses in the world. In five years' time, are like they're looking at us and you know we're they're asking us how we're doing this stuff. It's literally that level of ambition.
0: W W W U L D
1: doesn't really work, does it?
0: <laughs> well, maybe they could just go world, you know. World. <laughs> it kind of, it's a bit Hogwarts y as well, isn't it? Because, it, is. You know, it is wave it a hand, we um, Hogwarts, small bit of Hogwarts there. Um well, congratulations. Thank you. Um
1: it's a it's a team effort. Um sure. it's, it's uh, you know, you don't do anything like this without a large bunch of people. Um and uh, you know, I don't wanna um do the standard thing of like, you know, thanking everyone, including God like my mom and my dad and all that. Um because I think that often that often sounds fake because mm. you know you ask like uh, I've often heard like you know Nobel laureates or whatever. Not comparing myself to Nobel laureates, just you're to be such,
0: sure. you're such a Nobel you know, laureate,
1: um, but I'm not. But 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 um, they've asked like how are you so productive? And they'll always say things like, "Oh well, it's just a team. I'm just I'm surrounded by great people," which is true, typically. Mm. Right? But it also tends to underestimate the contribution of the individual. Sure. Um, like ultimately, if, if 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 everyone is equally responsible for everything, then that doesn't work. Yep. Um, but you know no like you don't want to go like full Kanye West on it either like it was all me so there's somewhere in between like I made a contribution somewhere someone else made a contribution somewhere and it's inside the kind of soup of ideas some of me is there and lots, and, lots more of lots of other people you And know. for
0: today's purposes you're the only one here so you're getting all the glory and 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 have it
1: Thank you very much. <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> but it, it, it is, it's is—it's—it's—it's a heartening thing to experience because, as you said, we are recording this on uh, Wednesday the 24th of, um, of February. I had to double check my calendar just as I said that. And last night there was another charming announcement from the government about just a little dose of more of the same. Uh, and that's not, I, there's no, I'm not, Shitting on anyone or anything. It's just I just think we were texting last night, and it was just this feeling of, oh, okay. And, and not a blame or anger or anything, just this oh, like I find now when I meet people, they ask you, How are you? And I just shrug my shoulders because there's nothing to say anymore. But not do not be alarmed, folks. So we're about we're about, I'm looking at the time, we're probably about halfway through the podcast here. But um what we wanted to talk about today, you referred to something a great term you said uh, calcified positivity of just saying we're, just, we're almost there we're almost there or just keep going which i you know it just stops it stops meaning anything after a certain period of time but what you and i thought we would kind of talk about today is is resilience in all this and 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 resilience that's encouraging not the My life's amazing. I've written five books and (laughs) and and used the (laughs) pandemic to the best of my abilities. You know, not that kind of depressing uh, productivity that sometimes uh, is visible. But I don't know, Stephen how how are you coping? Apart from like starting world class, first of its kind courses, uh, what what are you doing on your day to day to to be okay? (sighs) So the first thing is,
1: is to talk about this notion of like calcified positivity. So I hear these things, you know, we're all in this together. We can beat this. The, the future is just around the corner. Um, and it's like, you know, and I just like, to thank all our amazing public sector workers, particularly the health workers. Um, and it's, it's, the language that's used is the same language often that you hear in uh, in Australia, hmm. uh, if you go to a kind of a, a an area in, in Australia, you know, you, you, you you'll, um, You'll see uh, at the start of every event, people will say, "You know, um, you know, we would like to acknowledge the first founders of this land." And we, you know, it's very important. and it, it, there's a particular um, uh, a group. Um, so, for example, in where I was in Melbourne, it was the Wurundjeri. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we'd like to acknowledge that that the that, that, you know that they're, they're still in uh, their land, exactly. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, but but um, the way it's done is they're the traditional owners of this land, you know, and and all that. So it's quite a kind of a legalistic sort of approach but the only way I can describe that experience is like do you remember at the start of school you did this prayer and I was like you know you people kind of just rumble through and they're not really considering what the words mean
0: yes they might. if you
1: ask them like did you really mean what you said they would say absolutely I do mean that I mean I'm not I'm not claiming that they're disingenuous at all my point is more like um
0: Empty rhetoric, kind of. Yeah,
1: yeah. Like, like they they have a form of words they know they need to say, and they're just kind of doing it because let's be honest, where is it's an economics conference, you know, uh, let's rock on. And so mm. it's it's that, um, it's that. And so a lot of the a lot of the kind of these statements, um, it, they do strike me as this kind of calcified positivity where people don't really engage with the language, and and I think to my ears anyway, and certainly to, you know, my moms and people that I would, I I would sort of keep in touch with a lot is kind of causing the beats and to be really annoyed, Mm. you know, like it's annoying people to be, it feels patronizing at this point after one of the longest continuous lockdowns in the world, by the way, just so, you know, like we're 137 days in to a continuous level five lockdown. Like it, it is, and we will be until for another months like it's really important to kind of acknowledge like um first off it's completely fine to listen to these words and go fuck off right just fuck off i'm not i i you know that's fine it's also you know and I'm, i'm not saying this from a like a i'm okay you're okay you know let's have some let's go meditate kind of thing what i'm saying is like acknowledge the fact that we are all trying to do this in the middle of a crisis and if you, if you feel crap about things, that's okay, right? Mm-hmm. But, but it's not a case of like, you know, realign the chakras and it'll all work out. It's more like saying you have a pool of, a finite pool of resources. And those resources are kind of intellectual, physical, um, uh, emotional. And I realized this myself, you know, I have been under tremendous pressure for, you know, oh, well over two years now. Um, some of which you now know about, mm-hmm. um, but other stuff, the effort stuff and just teaching my students and having my family be in the situation and the, all the stuff that everyone else is, is dealing with I'm not, not particularly special in, 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 in any way. But my point is like, they, there, is, there is a number in your mind and you have a certain amount of credits built up or a certain stock of water in the bathtub. And every time one of these things happens, the water gets drained out, the credits yeah. go down. Yeah. And it's like at a certain point, you're lying on your back <laughs> going, <laughs> have I made all the right choices, right? And the answer <laughs> is clearly not, because I yeah. spent three weeks horizontal,
0: yeah. right?
1: And so you have to say to yourself, hang on a minute, this isn't right. I mean, clearly, like you're physically not able to stand up for more than about five minutes.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Resources have been depleted, Yeah.
0: Yes, most um, definitely. Your body's so, screaming at you.
1: Yeah. So, so, and it's, and uh, I mean, you know, and, 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 uh, you know, I would have had people say to me, like, I'm actually worried about you. And I think you actually said to me, I'm a bit worried about you, Steve. You do, you're, <laughs> you're clearly doing too much. Um, yeah. and you were right. Um, mm. you were right and you didn't know about this other thing. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Super, so, super secret, secret. Super thing. secret thing. So,
1: so I guess my my thing now is like first off accepting the fact that I'm completely comfortable with saying feck off, mm-hmm. right? No, um, I'm getting a lot of stuff coming back about all of all of the. Um, uh, I'm getting <clears throat> a lot of stuff coming back with all that, but uh, what I'm surprised by is the number of people who are just like they are not in. Any sense engaging with the kind of health promotion language that is being deployed towards them,
0: mm-hmm. you know,
1: um, this kind of like wash your hands, maintain three bit, three meters distance, blah 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 blah. You know, this they're just going no, and they're turning it off. And um, mm-hmm. The only time I can remember that being the case was during the economic crisis when people people were saying to me, you know, I used to watch the six o'clock news every day. No, it's too yeah. negative. Yeah, And I think that's true for a lot of people. I wonder, a lot of people just tuning this out until the vaccine arrives and they get told Mm -hmm. to go down and get their first jab. Um, But what I wanted to think about was like, when you have a hard time and, you know, when you're you're feeling a bit like knackered about things, Mm -hmm. what do you do? You
0: know? What do I do? Yeah, uh, it has varied. And I think the lockdowns have been undulating levels of... Uh, it has been food <laughs> it has uh, been alcohol it has been netflix um i'm into a new one now where i'm actually it's it's walking it's exercising and i am going swimming in the river
1: tell me, me about swimming in the river, I'm, in the river- I'm, I'm i'm like i'm like uh just just uh, so so first off just i'm kind of allergic to the cold the idea of jumping in like four or five degree water
0: pretty much yeah it's mad now I I need to be clear because I sound like such dare I say a dickhead with that like I was this then it was that but now I'm great I'm not great I'm still uh when I can't eat shite I'm eating shite when I can drink a few drinks I am drinking a few drinks I suppose I made a little bit of a call for myself um It's funny thing. Okay, I'm gonna, I'll, I'll, I will get to the swimming thing. I've been swimming since um, 2009 uh, all year round. That's what I started. And the funniest thing, I lived in Galway and I went through the winter and I've kept going. And since June 2009, I have not missed a month, uh, a calendar month of getting into some kind of wild water. And it's a little, it's a little record. And it's good because it means, yeah it's something that it's a little thing i like to protect so i'm like whatever come hell or high water i'm getting in this month so i don't i don't miss it um what's been very interesting i don't know if you've noticed this but in ireland because everyone's trapped here (laughs) Mm. sea swimming river swimming has become very popular because have turned to it and they're like well why don't i start doing this thing um, and the interesting, thing I found last year is I kind of stopped. I I became way less inclined. It was harder to get to swim spots. Often there were a lot of people there, and for various reasons. And and also I I had a big year. Uh, it's still going on, but I had a big year of grief last year, as well with losing my mum. And so all these things I found I was like everyone's turning to the water, and I'm like oh, I'm not that pushed. Um, uh, but a lovely thing happened this year where a friend of mine. Uh, Jean McGlynn, uh, who has always loved kind of coming swimming, but she'll around October, she'll go. Yeah, I'm done. She decided, no, I'm I'm doing this. I'm. It it, be, it became a thing for her, and then fi- the 5K restriction kicked in, and there was there's a very beautiful spot out in Anacotti where where we go, and the guards began showing up there and finding people. Now I wasn't I wasn't out there or whatever, but it became a thing, and it's far beyond my 5K. So. We turned to a spot in the city which is uh, quite near King John's Castle called Verdant Place and it's steps and it's very safe and it's very lovely and we've started going there almost every day and it's tidal It's tidal, so you have to, you can only go at high tide so it'll vary from day to day and I can't go every day like today high tide is at five o'clock I have a meeting so I can't go but um, we even cleaned it, we did a bit of a clean up because it's a city centre place. Yeah, we did a bit of a okay, a Sunday afternoon with pickers and bags and and it stayed quite lovely, you know. Um okay. but the point of all this, my biggest thing when I started doing this back in 2009 was um I wanted not to be a victim of Irish weather. Um okay. I'm going to live in Ireland. I don't want to be clutching a radiator for 3 or 4 months waiting for the weather to get better and then I'll go for walks or then I'll get And so to physically get into water all year round, I just feel a freedom in that. And especially if you go early morning or something, you actually feel the season's turn as well. Oh, wow. You you feel the extra three minutes. Like at the moment we're gaining three minutes of daylight a day. Um, And you feel that. Uh, You feel like you hear... Uh, environmentalists talk about the oceans rising by a degree and you might go I can tell you (laughs) when it comes to winter you will feel half a degree and the notion of the oceans going up by a degree is terrifying you know when you uh, and now but I'm saying there's a lovely connection to nature and it's okay I'm loving now because it's spring and things are getting brighter but there is still a loveliness about going into the winter as well so that's where that all came from for me and what's been lovely, I suppose, has been rediscovering a city centre place. And I'm not a great swimmer. I'm not a tough knot or anything. I just like getting into water. There's a term like ablution or something. And ablution. Ablution is ablution. Yeah. <laughs> and for me, I I don't consider it a full thing unless I dip the head in as well. So Jenny would not agree with me on that. But um, yeah, that's my very long answer to your very short question. For the
1: people who are who are not, who are not like for. <laughs> For the people who are just listening to this podcast, Anne's entire description there, my facial expression went for two things. One was like genuine awe and the other was like actual discomfort at the (laughs) even thought of it
0: but to be honest it's all about having your hot water bottle having your flask of a hot drink ready having the treat ready and feeling smug as hell that's yeah. what it's all about yeah. <laughs> but it's also if you do something like that especially in the morning you can you just nothing can phase you for the day you know it's, yeah. it's a great it's a great little literal resilience so and to ha-
1: take to take that like to take that like bathtub metaphor on 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 sort of <laughs> So many water metaphors there, but uh, but just in terms of like the 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 amount of resilience and the tank, like you're just literally yeah. adding to it. Literally, yeah, I, yeah. yeah, and, and it's um, been,
0: and I'm still, it's things still aren't great. Like I'm not dancing around thinking everything's great. I'm, you know, I'm struggling like 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 everyone, but that is certainly it's a focus. It's, it's a bit of community. It's something we can, we can do safely. You know, I can talk yeah. to my friend and we're not giving each other COVID. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and how about you, Stephen? Um, what have you found?
1: So, so, I have, um, so I think we did a podcast about the fact that I have no hobbies, I just work mm. uh, and out uh, with the kids. So one of the things my kids have been sort of trying to get me to do is they're, they've been trying to introduce me to hobbies. Okay. Um, and we have done a few. Uh, one is um, a video game called Red Dead Redemption.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So this is um, this is my my son is is mad into this game, and so actually is is Blind Boy from from the Rubber Bandits. He 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 sort of records himself playing the game, and um, so I tried it, and I'm you know, and and, and it's a beautiful game. Mm-hmm. but the last time I played a video game, I was like 11 <laughs> and they have evolved.
0: <laughs> just a bit.
1: So you need Sp- like a PhD to work all the controls and you need an it, 11 fingers. Was it space
0: back. invaders?
1: Yeah. I'm I'm like below space invaders in terms of ability. So, <laughs> so, you know, I don't even have games on my phone. Like, mm-hmm. so I'm, I'm just, you know, I, 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 they, yeah. they,
0: they take up a lot of memory.
1: Yeah. 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 Um, Unless you count Twitter as a game, which you kind of should, right? It's Good. it's a game where where yeah, you just push it out and do all the rest. So, um, go
0: on, sorry. Well, so you've been well, playing. So, so that was the
1: first sort of example of hobby, and I'm trying. You know, I'm, I'm trying to get better, but I keep like um, kneeling down and looking up at the sky, and then some guy, some dude just shoots me. <laughs> it's <just> frustrating. <laughs> I need to get better at that. Um, <laughs> it's something I just walks around. Goes, what's wrong with you, kneeling, pointy man? I go. <laughs> It popped me off, and that's that's the end. I, mean,
0: I, I sorry, I have just this memory of playing video games as younger, and you know your character starts like dancing or twirling. You're like, "What are you? What are you doing?" And you're screaming at the screen, and it, you're doing it at the buttons, but you're screaming yes. at your avatar, going, "What are you doing?"
1: Yes. Yes. And this game is, this game is off the charts. Like, like when you're, you get on these different horses, the horses run differently and you can, you know, you could you can explore this giant world. You don't have to, you're not like led along by the nose in this game. You can just go off camping if you want. Like it's a mad game. It's, wow. it's nothing they're called open worlds. It's like nothing I've ever, ever seen. So it was that, but, but um, we've been watching junior bake-off. So after homeschooling, hey. we do junior bake-off, which is like bake-off except, for small children, who are all mm. better bakers than I am. Um, yeah. But it has produced in the children a need and a want to bake. Wow. So we use this app called uh, Tasty. Um, tasty? Zesty? Tasty. Uh, we use this app called, what's it called? Tasty. tasty. And, um literally put in like, look in the ingredients. What the genius of this app. Again, not sponsoring not sponsored by the Can't genius wait for of all
0: the all the sponsorship money No, the
1: product placement. You put, <laughs> put in you put in the um, you put in the uh, ingredients? Ingredients you have and it goes, you should probably make a chocolate cake, mate, you've got too much chocolate.
0: Oh wow
1: genius genius and then it's got these little videos so you're not kind of reading down the list and going oh my god i should have had the oven on three hours ago whatever it actually does yeah. it all it shows you how to do it you watch the video three times you can kind of make it yourself so that's cool um so we're kind of doing this stuff and we've sort of collapsed on chocolate cakes and fairy cakes and okay. what it is is so, so so my phone um my phone goes off pretty much every 30 seconds because i have Emails from students, text messages, WhatsApps, whatever, right? Like everyone else, I'm sure. Um, it's 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 a crowded space. So what mm-hmm. I do is I just put the phone on. Um, fucking, what's the non-buzzy setting? Silent. No, but it, the, when you put it on silent, it keeps buzzing. I'm do. I put oh, it on the yeah. thing where it's just it, like it, it's not even a Air, phone.
0: Airplane mode. That's
1: the one. Airplane, okay. yeah. airplane It's actually even an airplane. It's literally called airplanes. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so I do that, and then I just just do cupcakes or whatever and then we eat them Fantastic. and then I send the highly sugared children to bed and that's great that's just Wonderful. great um and then I get back to work so that's what I do that's my sort of break in the in the day
0: i say you um, recharge the battery you get the credits back up again
1: yeah a little bit um I think um I'd like to go out more when I'm able to walk uh better so I can I can like make it round my estate once now okay which is good um, that's progress um whereas like i mean it's like, not like relative to last week that's a lot so mm. and hopefully next week it'll be three times around the estate yes um, before everything seizes up it's, so it's, I a, will, it, yeah.
0: it's a tough thing because jenny hurt her knee recently and mm. like the only thing we have is is walking like walking is the new everything i mean it, i live in the city and it's like let's walk the three bridges. I guess, what do you want to do? Do you want to walk three bridges? Yeah, let's walk the three bridges and actually four if you get a O'Halloran's Bridge into the um, potato market as well. And on the way, maybe you'll get a coffee. And it's so funny, this has replaced going to a cafe, it's replaced going to a restaurant, it's replaced going to a pub, it's replaced Mm -hmm. going to people's houses, walking is everything. And I really feel for you or for Jenny or for anyone who gets an injury, that means you can't walk because that's like the only thing <laughs> available to us at the moment so fair play on keeping up the resilience with an injury because that's that's just extra and 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 there is people living with with far more challenging circumstances and can we like uh, like the um the australians and the canadians and all that uh and the new zealanders who acknowledge the land they're standing on i'm gonna take a little second to acknowledge my privilege in this moment uh that the resilience i can access and the resilience that's doing me is uh coming from a place where i have a ton of privilege uh, to be able to do all those things so yeah just I mean- throwing that out there now. <laughs>
1: yeah i mean I mean so 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 I, I will acknowledge that you have a privilege that I do not have, which is walking
0: mm-hmm. um
1: but but I also think that um maybe working maybe working um too much probably contributes to that, you know sure. so maybe. <laughs> So,
0: <laughs> it's yeah. it's all these things it's all these things are there actually my swim spot you, to access it you have to go up a set of steps and down a set of steps as well so there's a uh, hopefully that might get sorted at some point so so other people can get can at least get to it Um, but yeah Stephen I'm just keeping an eye on the time that's because that's mm. part of my, my job yeah. I'd say we probably need to wrap up about mm. there
1: yeah I, I think I think just the main thing here is just is just I would just like us and maybe our leaders just a bit more empathy and not in that, like be kind, hashtag bullshit way, you know, just kind of saying, listen, it's important for you to mind yourselves. This is not normal. Don't pretend that things are normal. If you end up pretending things are normal, things will go badly for you. You know? Uh, and, And I think there's a, there was a brilliant, there's a, brilliant, um, piece of work with, um, there's a brilliant piece of work with. There's a brilliant piece of work with the Canadian civil service, and they said, mm-hmm. "You are not working from home. You are at home during a crisis, trying to work." Perfect. And I think that there is a huge amount of learning and knowledge and wisdom and empathy in that reframing of the problem. Yep. Right. And I think if we just do that, we'll just be better off, you know, yeah. like we really will just be better off. And, um, and none of this second, we'll get through this together stuff. Um, it's much more like, mind yourself, do your best, whatever your best is, is mm-hmm. enough. If walking around the estate once is your best, then that's fine, you yeah. know? And don't, don't think that that's not enough. And I think that's something that says that is, is probably certainly what I'm saying to myself. Mm-hmm. Um, certainly what I'm saying to myself. And I hope that more people would listen and say that to themselves as well, because, you know, the end, you can only hear the end is nigh we this together. The calcified positivity stuff so often before it starts to sound like I, I keep being mocked, yeah. you know. Yeah. Um, so don't mock. Don't don't feel mocked, and just just come up with ways to even small ways to make yourself feel better. And I think uh, that's worth thinking about this week.
0: Absolutely, I and that's a very nice note to end on. As uh, and I also wish you well with your exciting venture i could hear your non-airplane mode uh <laughs> some non-airplane mode noises there but yeah. we are grabbing a, a, a little bit of your time on on a very busy day for you yeah. so um but an exciting exciting day it's exciting
1: it's exciting uh, it's exhausting but i always love talking to you and thank you so
0: much yeah. for your time right back at you Stephen. and until next week and i hope Hopefully, when we talk next week, you are going around the estate three times. Please go. <laughs> Until then, either. have a good one. Bye. You have been listening to Anne and Steve Talk Stuff, a Limerick Post podcast produced by Eric Fitzgerald. Theme tune is performed and composed by David Blake. Please rate, review and subscribe to the podcast and tell your friends. You can now follow the show on Twitter at @AnneSteveTalk. Talk. Get Stephen at Stephen Kinsler, he's a Stephen with a PH. Anne at Anne Blake78, that's an Anne without an E. And the Limerick Post at Limerick Post.